Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. This week's 45. Deuteronomy 3.23 through 7.11. You'll find that on page 200 of your complete Jewish Bible. Parashah 45? Yes. Okay. Then I pleaded with Adonai. Adonai Elohim, you have begun to reveal your greatness to your servant in your strong hand. For what other God is there in heaven or on earth that can do the works and mighty deeds that you do? Please let me go across and see the good land on the other side of the Jordan that wonderful hill country of the Lebanon. But Adonai was angry with me on account of you, and he didn't listen to me. Adonai said to me, enough from you. Don't say another word to me about this matter. Climb up to the top of Pisgah and look out to the west, north, south, and east. Look with your eyes. But you will not go across this Jordan. However, commission Joshua, encourage him and strengthen him. For he will lead this people across and enable them to inherit the land that you will see. So we stayed in the valley across from Baipoa. Now Israel, listen to the laws and rulings I am teaching you in order to follow them so that you will live. Then you will go in and take possession of the land that Adonai, the God of your fathers, has given you. In order to obey the mitzvah of Adonai, your God, which I'm giving you, do not add to what I'm saying and do not subtract from it. You saw with your own eyes what Adonai did to be all Peor, that Adonai destroyed from among you all the men who followed the all Peor. But you who stuck with Adonai, your God, are still alive today, every one of you. Look, I have taught you laws and rulings, just as Adonai, my God, ordered me, so that you can behave accordingly in the land where you are going in order to take possession of it. Therefore, observe them and follow them. For then, all peoples will see you as having wisdom and understanding. When they hear of all these laws, they will say, This great nation is surely a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has God as close to them as Adonai our God is, whenever we call on him? What great nation is there that the laws and rulings, as just as this entire Torah which I'm setting before you today, only be careful and watch yourselves diligently as long as you live so that you won't forget what you saw with your own eyes, so that these things won't vanish from your heart. Rather, make them known to your children and grandchildren. The day you stood before Adonai your God at Horeb, 
when Adonai said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will make them hear my very words, so that they will learn to hold me in awe as long as they live on earth, and so that they will teach their children. You approached and stood at the foot of the mountain, and the mountain blazed with fire to the heart of heaven, with darkness, clouds, and thick mist. Then Adonai spoke to you out of the fire. You heard the sound of words, but saw no shape. There was only a voice. He proclaimed his covenant to you, which he ordered you to obey. The ten words, and he wrote them on two stone tablets. At that time, Adonai ordered me to teach you laws and rulings so that you would live by them in the land you are entering in order to take possession of it. Therefore, watch out for yourselves. Since you did not see a shape of any kind on the day Adonai spoke to you at Horeb from the fire, do not become corrupt and make yourselves a carved image having the shape of any figure, not a representation of a human being, male or female, or a representation of any animal on earth, or a representation of any bird that flies in the air, or a representation of anything that creeps along the ground, or a representation of any fish in the water below the shoreline. For the same reason, do not look up at the sky, at the sun, moon, stars, or everything in the sky, and be drawn away to worship and serve them. Adonai, your God, has allotted these to all the peoples under the entire sky. No, you, Adonai, has... No, you, Adonai, has taken and brought you out of the smelting furnace, out of Egypt, to be a people of inheritance for him as you are today. But Adonai was angry with me on account of you and swore that I would not cross the Jordan and go into that good land, which Adonai your God is giving you to inherit. Rather, I must die in this land and not cross the Jordan. But you are to cross and take possession of that good land. Watch out for yourselves so that you won't forget the covenant of Adonai, your God, which he made with you, and make yourself a carved image, a representation of anything forbidden to you by Adonai, your God. For Adonai, your God, is a consuming fire, a jealous God. When you have had children and grandchildren, lived a long time in the land, become corrupt, and made a carved image, a representation of something, and thus done what is evil in the sight of Adonai your God, and provoked him, I call on the sky and the earth to witness against you today, that you will quickly disappear from the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. You will not prolong your days there, but will be completely destroyed. Adonai will scatter you among the peoples and among the nations to which Adonai will lead you away. You will be left few in number. There you will serve gods which are the product of human hands, made of wood and stone, which can't see, hear, eat, or smell. However, from there you will seek Adonai your God, 
and you will find him if you search after him with all your heart and being. In your distress, when all these things have come upon you, in the end times, you will return to Adonai your God and listen to what he says. For Adonai your God is a merciful God. He will not fail you, destroy you, or forget the covenant with your ancestors which he swore to them. Indeed, inquire about the past, before you were born, since the day God created human beings on the earth, from one end of heaven to the other. Has there ever been anything as wonderful as this? Has anyone heard anything like it? Did any other people ever hear the voice of God speaking out of a fire, as you have heard and stay alive? Or has God ever tried to go and take for himself a nation from the very bowels of another nation by means of ordeals, signs, wonders, war, a mighty hand, an outstretched arm, and great terrors, like all that Adonai your God did for you in Egypt before your very eyes? This was shown to you so that you would know that Adonai is God, and there is no other beside him. From heaven he caused you to hear his voice in order to instruct you. And on earth he caused you to see his great fire, and you heard his very words coming out from the fire. Because he loved your ancestors, chose their descendants after them, and brought you out of Egypt with his presence and great power, in order to drive out ahead of you nations greater and stronger than you, so that he could bring you in and give you their land as an inheritance, as is the case today. Know today and establish in your heart that Adonai is God in heaven above and on earth below. There is no other. Therefore, you are to keep his laws and myths for which I'm giving you today, so that it will go well with you and with your children after you so that you will prolong your days in the land Adonai your God is giving you forever. Then Moses separated three cities on the east side of the Jordan toward the sunrise, to which a killer might flee, that is, someone who kills by mistake, a person whom he did not previously hate, and upon fleeing to one of these cities might live there. The cities were Betzer in the desert, in the flatland, for the Reubenai, Gamut in Gilead, for the Gadi, and Golan in Bashan, for the Menashe. This is the Torah which Moses placed before the people of Israel. These are the instructions, laws, and rulings which Moses presented to the people of Israel after they had come out of Egypt, beyond the Jordan River, in the valley, across from Beat Peor, in the land of Sichon, king of the Amorai, who lived at Heshbon, whom Moses and the people of Israel defeated when they came out of Egypt. And they took possession of his land and the land of Og, king of Bashan, the two kings of the Amorai, who were beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise, from Aor, on the edge of the Arnon Valley to Mount Sion, that is Mount Hermon, with all the Arabah beyond the Jordan eastward, all the way to the Dead Sea at the foot of the slopes of Pisgah. Then Moses called to all Israel and said to them, Listen, Israel, to the laws and rulings which I am announcing to your hearing today, so that you will learn them and 
take care to obey them. Adonai our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. Adonai did not make his this covenant with our fathers, but with us. With us, who are all of us here alive today. Adonai spoke with you face to face from the fire on the mountain. At that time I stood between Adonai and you in order to tell you what Adonai was saying, because on account of the fire, you were afraid and wouldn't go up onto the mountain, he said. I am Adonai, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, where you lived as slave. You are to have no other gods before me. You are not to make for yourselves a carved image of any kind, of representation of anything in heaven above. On the earth beneath or in the water below the shoreline, you are not to bow down to them or serve them. For I, Adonai, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents. Also, the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but displaying grace to the thousandth generation of those who love me and obey my mitzvah. You are not to misuse the name of Adonai your God, because Adonai will not leave unpunished someone who misuses his name. You are to observe the day of the Shabbat, to set it apart as holy, as Adonai your God ordered you to do. You have six days to labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Shabbat for Adonai your God. On it, you are not to do any kind of work, not you, your son, your daughter, not your male or female slave, not your ox, your donkey, or any of your other livestock, and not the foreigner staying with you inside the gates of your property, so that your male and female servants can rest just as you do. You are to remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and Adonai your God brought you out from there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, Adonai, your God, has ordered you to keep the day of Shabbat. Honor your father and mother, as Adonai, your God, ordered you to do, so that you will live long and have things go well with you in the land Adonai, your God, is giving you. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false evidence against your neighbor. Do not covet your neighbor's wife. Do not covet your neighbor's house, his field, his male or female slave, his ox, his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These words Adonai spoke to your entire gathering at the mountain from fire, cloud and thick mist and a loud voice. Then it ceased. But he wrote them on two stone tablets, which he gave to me. When you heard the voice coming out of the darkness as the mountain blazed with fire, you came to me, all the heads of your tribes and leaders, and said, Here, Adonai our God has shown us his glory and his greatness. We have heard his voice coming from the fire, and we have seen today that God does speak with human beings, and they stay alive. But why should we keep risking death? This great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of Adonai our God any more, we will die. For who is there of all humanity that has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the fire, as we have, and stayed alive? You, go near and hear everything Adonai our God says. 
Then you will tell us everything Adonai your God says to you, and we will listen to it and do it. Adonai heard what you were saying when you spoke to me, and Adonai said to me, I have heard what this people has said when speaking to you, and everything they have said is good. Oh, how I wish their hearts would stay like this always, and they would fear me and obey my mitzvah, so that it would go well with them and their children forever. Go and tell them to return to their tents, but you stand here by me, and I will tell you all the mitzvah laws and rulings which you are to teach them so that they can obey them in the land I'm giving them as their possession. Therefore you are to be careful to do as Adonai your God has ordered you. You're not to deviate either to the right or the left. You are to follow the entire way which Adonai your God has ordered you, so that you will live. Things will go well with you and you will live long in the land you are about to possess. Now this is the mitzvah, the laws, the rulings which Adonai your God ordered me to teach you for you to obey in the land you are crossing over to possess so that you will fear Adonai your God and observe all his regulations and mitzvah that I am giving you, you, your child, and your grandchild as long as you live so that you will have a long life. Therefore listen, Israel, and take care to obey so that things will go well with you, and so that you will increase greatly, as Adonai, your God of your ancestors, promised you by living, by giving you a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, Israel, Adonai, our God, Adonai is one. And you are to love Adonai, your God, with all your heart, all your being, and all your resources. These words which I am ordering you today are to be on your heart, and you are to teach them carefully to your children. You are to talk about them when you sit at home, when you are traveling on the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them on your hand as a sign. Put them at the front of a headband around your forehead and write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates. When Adonai your God has brought you into the land, he swore to your ancestor Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that he would give you cities great and prosperous, which you didn't build, houses full of all sorts of good things, which you didn't fill, water cisterns dug out, which you didn't dig, vineyards and olive trees, which you didn't plant, and you have eaten your fill. Then be careful not to forget Adonai, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, where you lived as slaves. You are to fear Adonai, your God, and serve him and swear by his name. You are not to follow other gods chosen from the gods of the people around you, because Adonai, your God, who is here with you, is a jealous God. If you do, the anger of Adonai your God will flare up against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the earth. Do not put Adonai your God to the test, as you tested him in Manasseh. Observe diligently the mitzvah of Adonai your God and his instructions and laws which he has given you. You are to do what is right and good in the sight of Adonai 
so that things will go well with you, and you will enter and possess the good land Adonai swore to your ancestors, expelling all your enemies ahead of you, as Adonai said. Someday your child will ask you, what is the meaning of the instructions, laws, and rulings which Adonai our God has laid down for you? Then you will tell your child, we were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt, and Adonai brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand. Adonai worked great and terrible signs and wonders against Egypt, Pharaoh and all his household before our very eyes. He brought us out from there in order to bring us to the land he had sworn to our ancestors that he would give us. Adonai ordered us to observe all these laws, to fear Adonai our God, always for our own good, so that he might keep us alive as we are today. It will be righteousness for us if we are careful to obey all these mitzvah before Adonai our God, just as he ordered us to do. Adonai, your God, is going to bring you into the land you will enter in order to take possession of it. And he will expel many nations ahead of you, the Hittite, the Gershgai, the Amari, the Canaanite, the Pritzai, the Hivai, and the Yusufai. Seven nations bigger and stronger than you. When he does this, when Adonai, your God, hands them over ahead of you, and you defeat them, you are to destroy them completely. Do not make any covenant with them. Show them no mercy. Don't intermarry with them. Don't give your daughter to his son. or take, And don't take his daughter for your son. For he will turn your children away from following me in order to serve their gods. If this happens... The anger of Adonai will flare up against you, and he will quickly destroy you. No, treat them this way. Break down their altars, smash their standing stones to pieces, cut down their sacred poles, and burn up their carved images completely. For you are a people set apart as holy for Adonai, your God, for, for your God Adonai. Your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his own unique treasure. Adonai didn't set his heart on you or choose you because you numbered more than any other people. On the contrary, you were the fewest of all people. Rather, it was because Adonai loved you and because you, out of because he wanted to keep the oath which he had sworn to your ancestors, that Adonai brought you out with a strong hand and redeemed you from a life of slavery under the hand of the Pharaoh, king of Egypt. From this you can know that Adonai your God is indeed God, a faithful God, who keeps his covenant and extends grace to those who love him and observe his mitzvah, to a thousand generations, but he repays those who hate him to, f to their face and destroys them. He will not be slow to deal with someone who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Therefore, you are to keep the mitzvah, laws, and rulings which I'm giving you today and obey them. Then we have Isaiah 40, 
1 through 26. You find that on page 495. Comfort and keep comforting my people, says your God. Tell, tell Jerusalem to take heart. Proclaim to her that she has completed her time of service, that her guilt has been paid off, that she has received at the hand of Adonai double for all her sins. A voice cries out, Clear a road through the desert for Adonai. Level a highway in the Arabah for our God. Let every valley be filled in, every mountain and hill lowered. The bumpy places made level and the crags become a plain. Then the glory of Adonai will be revealed. All humankind together will see it. For the mouth of Adonai has spoken. A voice says, Proclaim. And I answered, What should I proclaim? All humanity is merely grass, all its kindness like wildflowers. The grass dries up, the flower fades, when a wind from Adonai blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass dries up, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. You who bring good news to Zion, get yourself up on the high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, cry out at the top of your voice. Don't be afraid to shout out loud. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Here comes Adonai Elohim with power, and his arm will rule for him. Look, his reward is with him, and his recompense is before him. He is like a shepherd feeding his flock, gathering his lambs with his arm, carrying them against his chest, gently leading the mother sheep. Who has counted the handfuls of water in the sea, measured off the sky with a ruler, gauged how much dust there is on the earth, weighed the mountains on scales or the hills in a balance? Who has measured the spirit of Adonai? Who has been his counselor instructing him? Who did he consult to gain understanding? Who taught him how to judge, taught him what he needed to know, showed him how to discern? The nations are like a drop in a bucket. They count like a grain of dust on the scales. The islands weigh as little as specks of dust. The Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, or its animals be enough for burnt offerings. Before him all the nations are like nothing. He regards them as less than nothing. With whom, then, will you compare God? By what standard will you evaluate him? An image made by a craftsman, which a goldsmith overlays with gold, for which he then casts silver chains? A man too poor to afford an offering chooses a piece of wood that won't rot, then seeks out a skilled artisan to prepare an image that won't fall over. Don't you know? Don't you hear? Haven't you been told from the start? Don't you understand how the earth is set up? He who sits above the circle of the earth, for whom its inhabitants appear like grasshopper, 
stretch out the heavens like a curtain, stretches out the heavens like a curtain, spreads them out like a tent to live in. He reduces princes to nothing, the rulers of the earth to emptiness. Scarcely they are planted, scarcely sown, scarcely their stem taken root in the ground. When he blows on them, they dry up, and the whirlwind carries them off like straw. With whom then will you compare me? With whom am I equal, asks the Holy One. Turn your eyes to the heavens. See who created these things. He brings out the army of them in sequence, summoning each by name. Through his great might and his massive strength, not one of them is missing. And then we have Matthew 23, 31 through 39. And you'll find that on page 1253. Matthew 23, 31. Matthew twenty three thirty one. In this you testify against yourselves that you are worthy descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Go ahead then, finish what your father started. You snakes, sons of snakes, how can you escape being condemned to uh, that hell. Therefore, I'm sending you prophets and sages and Torah teachers. Some of them will kill. Indeed, you will have them executed on stakes as criminals. Some you will flog in your synagogues and pursue from town to town. And so on, <clears throat> and so on, you will fall the guilt for all the innocent blood that has ever been shed on earth. From the blood of innocent evil to the blood of Zechariah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Yes, I tell you that all this will fall on this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you kill the prophets. You stone those who are sent to you. How often I wanted to gather your children just as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings. But you refused. Look, God is abandoning your house to you, leaving it desolate. For I tell you, from now on, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of Adonai. And we have Mark 12, 28. 234, you find that on page 1279. One of the Torah teachers came up and heard them engaged in this discussion. Seeing that Yeshua answered them well, he asked him, Which is the most important mitzvah of all? Yeshua answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you are to love Adonai your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your understanding, and with all your strength. The second is, you are to love your neighbor 
as yourself. There is no other mitzvah greater than these. The Torah teacher said to him, Well said, Rabbi, you speak the truth when you say that he is one, and that there is no other beside him, and that loving him with all one's heart, understanding and strength, and loving one's neighbor as oneself, mean more than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Yeshua saw that he responded sensibly, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared him to another test. And we have Luke 3, 2 through 15. You find that on 1292. Luke 3, 2. I'm going to have to start with one. Okay. In the 15th year of Emperor Tiberius' rule, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judah, Herod, ruler of the Galilee, his brother Philip, ruler of Pretoria, and Trachonitus and Lysanias, ruler of Abilene, with Anon and Kaphia being the Cohen's Hagadol, the word of God came to Jonathan of Zechariah in the desert. He went all through the Jordan region, proclaiming an immersion involving turning to God from sin in order to be forgiven. It was just as it had been written in the book of the sayings of the prophet Isaiah. The voice of someone crying out in the desert, prepare the way for Adonai. Make straight paths for him. Every valley must be filled in, every mountain and hill leveled off. The winding roads must be straightened, and the rough ways made smooth. Then all humanity will see God's deliverance. Therefore Jonathan said to the crowds who came out to be immersed by him, You snakes, who warned you to escape the coming punishment? If you have really turned from your sins, produce fruit that will prove it. And don't start saying to yourselves, Abraham is our father. For I tell you that God can raise up for Abraham sons from these stones. Already the axe is at the root of the trees, ready to strike. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown in the fire. The crowds asked Jonathan, So then what should we do? He answered, Whoever has two coats should share with somebody who has none, and whoever has food should do the same. Tax collectors also came to be immersed, and they asked him, Rabbi, what should we do? Collect no more than the government assesses, he told them. Some soldiers asked him, what about us? What should we do? To them, he said, don't intimidate anyone. Don't accuse people falsely and be satisfied with your pay. The people were in a state of great expectancy and everyone was wondering whether perhaps Jonathan himself might be the Messiah. 
Thank you, Father God, for a great reading on this Shabbat. We honor you and humble ourselves before you, and we do this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen.